Hey, this is David Hayter. You may know me as the screenwriter of films like X-Men, X-Men 2, and Watchmen, but you probably know me best as the voice of Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid. And you're listening to Hawaii's number one podcast, the Casanova Podcast. Kept you waiting, huh? This wasn't written with your comfort in mind. Nah. Made my decision, wasn't tough to decide. Nah. Me and my boys, we get it done every time. <laughs> Gotta earn it, you can't just jump in the line. You'll get rushed to the side. I, I, I top my division, I've been building since I started. In the parking lot, I parked it. I came in while picking targets. My career cannot be tarnished. I'm a champion regardless. Celebrate, but this is a different kind of lucha party. We are not alike. I don't, I don't want your advice, I don't want your opinions It's not gonna be different from the ones I told to listen I've been working on a bigger picture and y'all ain't impressing me Hey, como se dice, shut your mouth, respect the legacy Ain't no comparisons, y'all just embarrassments All of my confidence is rooted in my heritage Yo, and with Mendoza and Mr. Wild We showing what this about Phantom driving, your career is disavowed What's happening, y'all? All right, and welcome everyone to another episode of Hawaii's number one podcast, the Casanova Podcast. I'm your host, Mikhail Casanova. There's no redundancy there of me saying Casanova because, hey, that's in my name. Anyways, uh, I have a very, very special guest today, the one and only Kate of AF Kate. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's an honor to have you on. Uh, you know, I know you're an Avery Media partner, you're a Twitch partner, and, you know, you're doing such amazing things, you know, in the creative space. How is, you know, just how has that journey been? Like, if, go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm going to shut up right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> you're way more interesting than I am. So let's go ahead no, and have this and conversation. Wait, so before I do, Casanova mm-hmm. is really in your name. Like, I don't want to dox you. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. Um, so, okay, uh, so there's actually an interesting story. Back story time. The, the, yes, story time, kids. So, um, so my, uh, I, I'm, I'm actually primarily Dominican. So, um, one of my, my grandfather's, uh, last name is actually Casanova with a C. And, um, for me, my, my actual last name, uh, this is fine because it's, it's out there anyway. Um, is Faltea because I'm also uh, Hawaiian Samoan. So I decided when I was like, okay, I'm gonna create my num diplom for uh, being a content creator. Let me just incorporate my grandfather's last name, change the C to a K, and then just go from there. And then that's, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that just, it just it works. I I love it. That's really cool. I love hearing back like name backstories of creators, like how they came up with their thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, I guess I should do my thing now. I tangent. <laughs> I'm Kate. <laughs> um, I yeah, I'm a streamer. Although like I haven't streamed in a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> um that's how it kind of goes though right um yeah i i 
I mean, we mainly stream on Twitch. I know, right? <laughs> like it just it happens for so many different reasons, and it's like, yeah, I do still consider myself a streamer, and uh, obviously still a content creator. And um, although a lot of what I'm doing is offline as well these days, mm-hmm. um, I have been uh, kind of brushing up on on my illustration skills and just trying to create um, emotes and things like that right now um, mm-hmm. and not streaming as much because I just, I just can't right now. And that was a tough decision to make for myself, um, but I needed to. So yeah, I do um, mostly illustration stuff right now. Um, I love doing makeup and uh, body painting um, which it's also been a minute since I've done some of that, but mm-hmm. yeah, mostly art stuff. Honestly, like it's easy to just say like art stuff, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in, in the in, in taking you know time off and not streaming, it's it's one thing I've always kind of vocally been advocating for is that creators and streamers be able to take time off because you you cannot you know stay in a creative space 24 7 streaming you know uh it's i don't think people really understand like who aren't on that side of the aisle like they don't understand how much goes into that it's draining like constantly getting in front of the camera you know, constantly, you know, having to present or if you're, you're, you're gaming or in your case, like you're, you're very creative with, you know, not only doing gaming, but also doing, you know, body paint and art. That's that takes time and you have to be in the right mental space to be able to do that. And, and it just seems like a lot of people may not understand, like, how much of a toll it can take on us, you know, as individuals. Yeah, no, totally. It's. It's something where you have to like be on and even if you're not a hype kind of streamer or Mm -hmm. whatever, you still have to be in that space and it, it is, and it it can be like physically exhausting as well as mentally. And, you know, I, I will tell people, you know, especially trying to get to Twitch partner and stuff just to be really careful about their well-being separate from all that because i i talk about this whenever i can in a positive way like i don't want to bash the partner process but it sucks Mm. like honestly (laughs) though it sucks getting there and i burned myself out getting there um and i think a lot of other partners do as well there's like sort of a a known secret that there's usually a dip after people hit partner um like not for everyone but Mm -hmm. many times because the streamer is exhausted the community is kind of like okay they got partner they're good peace and um this combination of things many people go through like a dip afterward for various reasons and it it sucks um I definitely did not 
take care of myself. I was going like four days a week, 10 plus hours per doing body paintings. And I was so exhausted. Yeah, I was completely drained, exhausted physically, mentally. I was breaking down almost every time after stream. Like, and this is the stuff that people don't see or Mm -hmm. you know i try to talk about those things with with my community and and stuff but it's it was it was pretty i was in pretty bad shape after i hit that and um you know i don't think it's any coincidence that i actually started getting sick after that Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yeah it's that was a big lesson that I learned the hard way was like, yeah, people say, oh, take a break whenever you need. But the system is set up in such a way that makes it very, very hard to take a break. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially when when a lot of people depend on this for some or all of their income and um and also it's one of those things where if you're not live, if you're not present or in some social media space, mm-hmm. it's like people will will kind of move to the next. And that's just the reality of how things are right now. Like you have to be present. And so how do you really take a break? <laughs> it's yeah. a scary proposition, you know. Yeah, it, it it's like man, four days, ten hour days, four days straight. Good lord, do not recommend. Don't. Yeah, um, like, I just I, I feel like I'm too old for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like once I got into my thirties, I felt like my body all of a sudden was like. No, you cannot do all-nighters anymore. <laughs> and also just, you know, having a kid too is just bring it brings it to a whole different like yeah. space that you have to structure doing content and like that was very tough on me because you have to balance that like what percentage do you give to your content? What percentage do you give to being a parent? and a partner and all of this other stuff and that shifts depending on the day but yeah. at that time oh, that was very unbalanced yeah it, you know it, it's one of the things like I, i'm glad you brought up like how like things shift when you hit your 30s like i so i'm i'm wait how old am i am i 30 i forget too all the time <laughs> Wait, how? Wait, okay. Let me use a calculator. I think I okay. stopped like remembering after twenty one. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> right, right. Oh, okay, I'm thirty. I'm thirty three. Okay, I'll be thirty four okay. this year. Okay, so um, when I was in my twenties, like I felt like I could do all nighters. I could go out. You know, I could thrive off of like an hour or two of sleep and still keep going just you know pump caffeine in in myself but 
the minute I like when I hit 30, everything changed. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm okay, I'm gonna say this, and I don't know how people are gonna take it. My shit started breaking down. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> like, so I'm I'm gonna be 35 this year, and so like what? really? I thought you were yeah. like <laughs> yeah. I never thought you were in your 30s. I thought you were like 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 early to mid 20s because you you look really young use sunscreen everybody protect your skin (laughs) (laughs) take care of your skin no no thank you i appreciate that 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 made me feel good today um yeah 35 in september (laughs) yeah like it was like a switch at 30 like you know, I well, I had my little one at math. I don't know, twenty nine, twenty eight, maybe. Uh, who knows? Um, For the and people listening, this is what happens when you hit your thirties. Like <laughs> you just you stop counting birthdays. You yeah. really do. Anyway, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's true though. It's it's one of those things where like I I might remember the milestone kind of things, but at, at a mm-hmm. certain point, it's like you know, whatever. They're, they're just <laughs> days to me. Um, but yeah, like I, I definitely noticed that, that difference. I mean, after I had my daughter, like there was of course a, an energy shift there, but that was before I started streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, once I hit 30 though, it was very noticeable that I, it's not like I really changed anything and that, you know, I was still doing the same, you know, kind of stuff. But out of nowhere, it was just like, wow, my knees hurt today for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. And, um, and, and just, I can't, I can't do the all nighter and and I'm fine with that honestly like I don't want I have no desire anymore I'm like hey I'm done let me go to bed uh get cozy like I enjoy my sleep like the whole my whole perspective on energy and sleep and those things really changed especially when I had a kid and Mm. that really I mean, at least for me, I would take any opportunity I could mm-hmm. to nap, sleep, whatever, because it just changes the game with every everything. But yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a weird thing that happens, like like a switch. <laughs> it, I mean, it it literally is, you know it. Sometimes I, I feel a little out of place, honestly. Like some days in the content creation space, yeah. I'm like, I am too old for this. Show. What <laughs> what is going on in here? <laughs> or like on TikTok, <laughs> I'm like, what the I don't understand. Wow, is this what it feels like? <laughs> right. Like, okay, so like I, I have that so often, right? Like there, there's so many times when like I because you know how they you keep seeing the things where it says like, okay, you need to get on TikTok. You need to get on this platform. You need to make content for this. You need to make content to drive, drive views and drive people to this platform. And it's like, 
I, I okay. I'm still I'm still trying to learn TikTok. Uh, it's almost two years later. I'm still trying to learn it. Same. So I'm, it's like, yeah. No, it's go, go, not go, yeah. easy. No, it's not easy. Like it's not an easy platform. I think it's one of the toughest. Like I'll probably sound pretty old doing this. I've been on Twitter since it pretty much started, and Same. I've seen social media go from a very different place <laughs> to this and not that I don't want to you know work at being creative whatever but yeah like you said having to be on all of these different ones it's like the reality is if it's gonna be a it, like iffy like whatever content on a bunch of them mm-hmm. it's better to have like some more I don't know to focus on the ones that you're better at, like, yeah, I, it's just the reality that like not everyone is gonna be great at doing every type of content because TikTok is so video focused and also just with the edits and being clever. Like sometimes I feel like I'm not that clever. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how I feel. Like I, I've seen some things. Where it's like they have all the different jump cuts and they've got the graphics pop up. And I'm looking at this like, I don't know how to use the platform. Like, do I go and do this on a, like, just film it with my camera and then go and edit it on my computer? And Yeah, a lot of people do. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, so (sighs) I I was in that same place, too, where I'm like, wow. And some people will do all of it just with tiktoks like editing and filters and stuff like like just within the app there are people who like i've watched those sort of making of like how to do this trend tiktoks Mm. it's very like meta um but yeah i i blurred that a lot of people will um edit and all of that off of there and then they'll upload their video and then maybe add like a sound within the app or just have their own sound with the video. So yeah, it's, it, it that's definitely a thing too. Um, so but I'm like still a whole different process right there. It's like, yes, yeah, this right? is like another job. <laughs> we, <laughs> we can't it really that. can be. I, I try with TikTok because I know I know it can be one of the like most effective at mm-hmm. and I think the algorithm is so interesting because almost anyone can pop off on tw- on uh, Twitch. No, <laughs> no. TikTok. <laughs> you have to work so hard to get traction on Twitch. It's not even funny. Yeah. Um but yeah, with TikTok, it's like some freaking whatever TikTok can just blow up. And, you know, it's such an interesting platform. And I really wish that I was better at it. And I'm working at that. Like, you know, I'm not making TikToks right now, but mm-hmm. I still, um, uh, like the other day, I, I um, signed up for like a webinar. Mm -hmm. um for etsy creators on how to use tiktok so behind the scenes i try to learn about it and stuff but it is it's difficult 
it's a difficult platform yeah like i i've the the intricacies of like tiktok and you know we see a lot of like instagram is incorporating a lot of tiktok's functionality and now youtube is doing the whole shorts things to to capitalize on it too and it's like i i'm lazy i'm gonna be honest i'm lazy can i just do one thing and just upload it to multiple <laughs> platforms because yeah there's to... nothing wrong with that i think that's actually super smart and what everyone should try to do is like mm-hmm. you know i think that's the advantage to creating a video for those type of like reels tiktok whatever mm-hmm. you know editing it at editing it out of the app because then you can just put it on all of them without a watermark or whatever mm-hmm. and you know if you have clips or you know it's tougher when you're not streaming to mm-hmm. take clips and sort of recycle like recycling content is such a big thing but like mm-hmm. in your example like if you're doing you know video reviews and offline content you know and especially if you're if you have to follow embargoes or things like that like how you know it's a little different for you too you know it so I, i've had um you know several people like tell me like oh just you know, take clips from your, your reviews or, or some behind the scenes stuff that you're working on. I'm like, I'm under so much embargo tape that I, I'm like, there's so much I cannot show, you know, or I might be going, treading into like some legal, legal waters if I show stuff like, okay, for example, right now, uh, one partnership I have is with, uh, I'm part of PlayStation's partnership program. So I've, I'm currently working on um what was it Horizon 2 Forbidden West. So I've got that like they they sent out black and openly stated like yeah, they they sent out copies of the game 2 days ago. So I have it. But I can't show anything about it until like a day or maybe 2 or 3 days before the game launches, which is what February 14th. Mm-hmm. So I'm like that's what people are like, yeah, just show some early. I'm like, no. You think I want Sony coming after me? Yeah. Like, that is something that like a lot of people don't get in this space. Like yeah. that is even if you're, you know, super loose or hype on stream or or on your videos or whatever, you mm. still have to have that level of professionalism when you are working with companies and follow like like don't break your embargoes that makes it worse for everyone companies are not gonna want to be like hey okay you know it that's serious stuff especially if you've signed an nda you know connected to working with them and stuff it's serious like that stuff is serious and you can really ruin your whole thing if you break it like (laughs) yeah it, it you know and it's 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 one of the things, so, like, when I, I, I get questions from people, like, oh, how do I get to work with this company? How do I get free stuff? Like, the question is usually revolving around, how do I get free stuff? Oh. And, <laughs> like, here's the thing, people. It's not free. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's not free. <laughs> 
I don't know why people don't understand that. They're like, oh, well, you get all this free stuff. It's not really free. I, I, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, thank you. You know, you got to put out the tweet or the post like, oh, thank you to this company, blah, blah, blah. You have to because of the FCC. Like, this, you're required by law to do that. And it also but, goes on your taxes. Mm-hmm. Like, that is another thing <clears throat> that, you know, it people don't really consider either. Like, if you're getting all of this quote free gifted stuff you know you still got you still got to put that on your taxes too <laughs> like <clears throat> it's uh yeah i think gosh when was the first time i learned it probably in middle school in economics there's mm. no such thing as a free lunch exactly and it for sure applies here and um yeah, I I guess you could just make a TikTok or shorts or whatever with it's just all blurred. <laughs> <laughs> just, just everything is blurred. You can't really talk about it. You're just like, hey, here's what I'm working on. And like it goes into frame and it's just like pixelated. <laughs> like you can make a whole TikTok channel around it. Like here, here's my pixelated stuff. Like. This is this is what I can do here on TikTok, you know, under an embargo. It's um it's just a little like it blows my mind how easily people will break them in the space. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh what are you doing, man? <laughs> do you not fear Sony or or you know, whatever, like you know, anyway, yeah. <laughs> We can go on a whole rant about that. Like, there's so many times, like, I've been in programs or working with companies and someone breaks the embargo and everybody gets crap for it. Like, it, we yeah. all catch hell for it. And it's, and the person just, does, like, oh, well, not like it matters. It does matter. It yeah. does matter. It, it definitely <clears throat> will make those higher ups you know, those corporate higher ups look and be like, okay, like, you know, we need to get back to just giving it to journalists or whatever, you know, we, Mm -hmm. it, it can make things worse for everyone else for sure. And also you, depending on if they want to come after you for that kind of stuff. So like, man, don't make the corporate overlords unhappy. Yeah, like I, I know, like there's a situation last year with uh, this happened with Sega. So when they re-released one of the Sonic games, um, someone got a what did they get? They someone got like the ROM file and they played it on an emulator and it ran like crap. And then they posted it on social media and they oh, stated no. like that's how the game performed on console and it wasn't how it was not at all how it performed on console but that was so like uh, such a pr nightmare and so damaging to the sales of the the game and like when i put out my review and i even did a live stream i I actually had to do a live stream because sega like reached out to all the creators that they gave the 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 game to and they're like hey can you do a live stream because we need to you know, showcase that this is not how the game runs. Like, because people were not believing Sega. Um, wow. 
And so it's like when I was streaming it, I kept having people pop in my my stream like, oh, is it is it broken? Is it running like this? This is what I heard. This is what I saw on Twitter. And it's like, and this, okay, this is going to really go into like me feeling like an old grumpy man. I love social media and I hate it at the same time because it's really gotten to a point where it's like, it's just constant drama and nonsense majority of the time. And I just feel like a lot of times, like I just don't want to be on it. Like there'd be days where I'll just like not be on social media. And it's so weird from like, Coming from like the MySpace day, yes, I said MySpace. I could go back even further and talk about the the Yahoo chat forums. Uh, oh my gosh, it's like the <laughs> Wild West. <laughs> there was like anything back then. What do we we had AIM? We had yeah AOL uh, AIM. Yeah, we had AIM. Uh, we had MSN. We had ICQ. Oh, and God, then just straight up like IRC stuff like way before like i mean you know it it's come a long way i i'm feeling that a lot right now though with the with just the constant sort of tension and drama between you know especially in the streamer streamer twitter streamer space is just kind of exhausting sometimes just to like not not even participate in it but just having it go across your feed like and some days where I just don't even want to tweet at all and I know that's not helpful for you know my visibility my brand whatever but some like right now I'm in super self-care mode and Mm -hmm. yeah some of my stuff is gonna suffer as far as engagement and numbers and you know I'm not going to be able to pick at pick up any new activations right now just because that's that's the reality of it. Like my numbers aren't there and that's okay. Yeah. I I just really have to focus on myself right now and my family and my health is just not in a great place and there was a point in time where I would try to push past that just for the sake of making content mm-hmm. and like no i'm not doing that anymore it is not you know worth destroying my health over because i don't know i guess i had some wake up calls <laughs> you know and, and you know people really don't understand like the fact that we don't have we don't get health insurance going into this and health insurance <laughs> it's a fucking joke in this country. Right. <laughs> it's just a fucking joke. Like it, it's it's um and and, and people want us. They're like, oh yeah, I want content. Yeah, it's free a lot more often than not, it's free content that you guys consume, but like it takes a toll on us, like constantly being in front of the camera, constantly trying to get into that creative space or, or having to stream or having to be on panels and stuff like that. It's, 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 it's tiring constantly having to be on social media because, you know, activations are kind of critical to us being able to stay afloat. But man, like 
I don't know how you feel. Maybe you feel the same way. Social media to me is just not fun anymore. Yeah. It used to be fun. Not same. It's, it's, uh, it's a really difficult place for me to be right now. And I do have like I do try to spend some time on like my alt accounts that don't necessarily um like my feed isn't streamers at mm. all for example like like I have an alt account that's just you know for for following like artists and illustrators and mm. where most of my feed there is just you know really cool art and and other people's stuff it's not it's not you know, toxic sludge pool kind of stuff. So like having those other, you know, even just having an alt account where you can follow stuff that has nothing to do with your content spaces, you know, some of your other interests is just really nice to have a space to just sort of escape to a little bit um, because I don't know. I still have a habit of scrolling Twitter and it's just a matter of like putting the putting different content in front of my face so it doesn't exhaust yeah. me. Like, yeah, right now I am just it isn't very fun. I don't feel inspired with like I used to be able to think of some clever tweets every once in a while and now I'm just like I don't want to talk to these people. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound bad. But I get into that sort of like get off my lawn kind of I don't want to talk to anybody I can be like super introverted which is yeah. kind of an odd thing when you're a streamer <laughs> um, yeah sometimes I just I don't want to talk to anybody I don't want to you know I'll have my handful of people that I will text or mm -hmm. you know just directly who are in my inner space or whatever but mm -hmm. and then everyone else I'm like nope I don't want to deal with it I don't have <laughs> the mental energy because I get caught up like not that I might respond or whatever it's just even reading into other people's drama and stuff it gets yeah. me like stressed out yeah like I this, the one thing I, I really dislike about social media is it lets me see way more about other people than I ever wanted to know. Like this yeah. is almost like there's nothing left to the imagination. Like people just like really showcase all oftentimes all of the good and the their whole asses right like their asses is all out thank you <laughs> like oh. literally and also figuratively like no no judgment for me because i've put my ass on social media before but like yeah just they're just like are you really are you really saying that here like is that really who you okay like you really do see um you know because some people i think forget that yes you can be banned from twitch from saying really you know yeah. shit on social media um but yeah some of the stuff i'm like wow okay i know who you are now then that's i don't know I, it's tough. So, 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 like, 
this happened to me uh 2020 i got dragged into a situation because and, and not even of my own doing it's just guilt by association so uh i won't say the street I'll, I'll tell you their name off offline uh, but um you you probably are familiar with this person but like they i was i use the term was because we kind of just stopped talking but i was cool with them they you know we were friends and then they made a strong political pivot oh boy. um they went from being like the edgy streamer you know the the edge lord to super political super like alt-right kind of and then they kept getting in drama with other streamers and then like they were making all these political things and then all this other stuff and i i think without you even telling me i think i know who it is i won't say but yeah yeah you yeah. can probably you can confirm it later but i think i know just by context like Oh my god. If we're if we're thinking about the same person, holy mm -hmm. wow. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because I think if it is this person, I was like in their community, on their Discord. I tried to apply for their stream team. Um, like early in my streaming stuff, I their videos were helpful to me. Like if if this is the same person. But anyway, it's <laughs> yeah, that really sucks. <laughs> I got dragged and I'm over and it didn't help too because I went on their podcast and oh, you know, I'm someone where like I would think, okay, if if you're if you're going to do certain things, like that are controversial like just don't drag other people into it right so and, and because of you know 2020 was a, a fuck all year i i just wasn't paying attention to what people were doing i i i had to get off social media it was a lot of things going on in my personal life and i i was not paying attention that's my fault for not paying attention so I went on the person's podcast and we were just chopping it up like we normally do, you know, just having conversation. And, you know, occasionally we would like, you know, I'd do like a roast or they'd do a roast and it's like all in good spirit, nothing malicious. And then the next thing I know, when they put out the podcast, is just after they made this super strong political slant. And then I had people coming at me like I, I lost a metric ton because I was going for partner on Twitch and I lost, let's just say, thousands of followers. Whoa. And my community kind of imploded on itself. And I had a voice actor that I was cool with that, uh, let's just say that they voice uh, certain characters in Nintendo franchises um in zelda <laughs> uh yeah 
they, they turned on me and like literally i got canceled and i'm over here like what the fuck i'm not even involved i didn't yeah. know this is going on and that's just kind of like the danger now yeah it's it's so easy for it to happen even if you don't directly do the thing because yeah. a lot of people will i think just the simplest example is they'll go through and they'll do those like mega block lists like anyone mm -hmm. connected to this one person you know i'm blocking all of them and yeah i'm in the same space where there will be times that i just cannot keep up with things that are happening within streamer twitter or i miss it it doesn't show on my feed or i i just i have no idea which mm -hmm. person like you know who's who's showing their ass this time <laughs> like it's hard to keep up with and and sort of disconnect from all of those people and you know then if someone you know you do something with them or or reply to them yeah. and you don't know and then people are like oh my gosh you're talking to this person blocked and mm -hmm. and in your case like that went to a whole nother level and that's yeah. really unfortunate because like like you didn't know and and it just that sucks like being being in that position being canceled or you know where everyone's sort of there's that pitchforks and you know mob coming after you it really it really sucks it's it's definitely happened to me before not in this not in the streamer space but in mm -hmm. in other online spaces like it has happened to me before um and <laughs> it makes you feel sick to your stomach yeah like at least for me, it's like this pit. I just felt sick. Like, wow, what am I going to do? What, <laughs> what is going to happen? And especially like in your case, you have such a career built around this space. And yeah. Yeah. It, the, like the fallout got to the point where like, it went to doxing and then it, it oh spread gosh. to because you know my my wife is also a creator too like and she's used to stream and this is kind of one of the reasons why she just completely stopped streaming because she's pushing for partner and she was she was you know we were both at like what i think nine or ten thousand followers on twitch and it was at a point where we both could have made partner um and then like the fallout and even her like she doesn't even get caught up in drama like she just because she was associated with her too and and, and because i was getting dragged at you know certain groups uh that's so my, sad they like... went after her and since then she just doesn't really like I'll tag her. Like if I make a post with about about our daughter, I'll tag her in a post, but like she doesn't tweet. She's like literally just stopped using Twitter. She stopped streaming on Twitch, and it's just it's disgusting. Um, yeah, that's that's really 
unfortunate. Like, I know that that happens to people often where, you know, they're sort of canceled, especially just by association or whatever. And, and they will completely stop just, just like your wife, like that, that makes me sad to think about, you know, someone doing what they, what they like and sort of being canceled by, you know, connection or whatever. And, and the fact that people go to those lengths of doxing and stuff, just that gets me so worked up because especially like it really, (laughs) it's unfortunate when it happens to, to someone who is, um, like who doesn't have kids or, or spouse or something like that. It, it's really terrible for anyone to get doxxed for me, like, because I've been, I've been doxxed before, but it was long before I had a family, like, and it, it was terrible, Mm -hmm. but thinking about happening, it happening now, Mm -hmm. I am just like, hell no, like, do not, (laughs) do not go into my Speak your mind. <laughs> you do not fuck with my family, okay? Like, no. I get into mama bear mode and it's like, okay, you fuck with me, do not with them. And that oh, that just makes me so worked up. And and it's a scary thing. Like you had mentioned earlier, you know, how everything is kind of out there now. There's nothing you know, left the imagination and people feel very entitled to, to every sort of facet of our lives. Yeah. And I try to keep some of those boundaries. Um, you know, my daughter doesn't come on stream. I, there, there are moments where like, I would love to do stuff with her on stream, like build Legos and that kind of stuff. And I just, I don't know if I'm there yet um, or if I like which way I'll go with that. Um, I haven't said her name before um, or, you know, my partner's name or, you know, it it's because I've been through some of that stuff before. It makes me so scared. Because it's very easy to find someone's address. Like, ridiculously easy to find people's stuff. And uh, so I've had to put up some some pretty hard boundaries with certain things. um, You know, where we've sort of tried to... figure out what are what what are what are our boundaries what do we want to share as a family mm-hmm. um it's it's tough because there are some things like i would just love to share and but i just yeah those sorts of things stop me from from doing that and and it's it's a very you know uh, it's, it's a very valid and rational fear you know it's just because and and i hope you know those who are listening you know you come to understand like this is the the very real reality that we face with being on these 
public platforms, you know, being on Twitch, being on YouTube, being on Twitter, you know, it's, you have to not only be protective of yourself, but those you love too, because you, you never know what, you know, there are people who will do some pretty crazy things for some very petty reasons. Oh yeah. Um, and, you know, and it could be trying to like end your, your career over an association or, or just coming after you and doxing, putting your information out there, you know, for some of the most trivial reason and, or, you know, God forbid people showing up at folks' houses or at their jobs like that. It, it's very hard. And it's like a lot of the stuff we can't, you know, like in, in the case of like communities, like uh, I have people that like, I, I'm very, so very much someone who's, I like the idea of having a community, but there's like a major wall for me because I've been burnt by a community before that I've fostered. Mm -hmm. And it's like letting people in to like, you know, like letting, let's see, how, how should I say this? Like letting people get to know you, like getting being vulnerable. On a yeah, you know, like yeah. being on a, a personal level with you. Yeah. And it's very, it's hard to do that in this space because the 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 fickle nature of people. You know? Yeah, it 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 totally is tough to to get vulnerable, like open yourself up. I mean, there, there are streams where I, you know, we'll get very real with where I'm at mentally or with my health, or we'll talk about some really difficult topics in that way. Mm -hmm. But as far as, yeah, you know, some of my, some of my mods, um, I've gotten really close with and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and some streamers, but like, I have been super burned by other streamers and, um, you know, but it's like, you also can't completely stop interacting yeah. or building community. And it's this really, really tough balancing act of like, you know, showing realness and connecting with people but also like not not everything um yeah. and that is is such a tough balancing act um for sure and and it's so tough especially if you get associated with you know something bad that happens and if they're a a bigger content creator mm -hmm. it's it's one of those things where like what happened with you, it, <laughs> you can't do anything about it. <laughs> like it's just so out of your control and um, it makes it hard to speak up then. Cause, because people want to listen to the, you know, the, the bigger creator or, or, you know, the louder one. Or the one who has the rabid fans. And um, it's tough. Like, 
there are times I, I I am holding back a little bit. <laughs> no, I I, 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 I know. I, I, I can I can hear it and I, I, I I'm like talking around why. it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's tough because you don't want to get caught back up into it or or like, you know, there is a specific case where I was very close with a streamer and, you know, behind the scenes, they were completely shitbag and abusive and things like that. And you hear other people talk about it, but no one will say anything publicly. I think that's another big issue in the space is like the way that it's structured makes it so like a lot of people will stay quiet about things to either mm -hmm. protect themselves um, from getting canceled. <laughs> um, yeah. It creates a lot of complex issues. Like whoever thought getting into streaming <laughs> like yeah i'm just i'm gonna go live and do this thing but oh also you have to deal with these extremely complicated personal issues <laughs> like damn isn't it fun stepping around the the landmines we're, we're, we're stepping around right now <laughs> it's like oh. we, 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 have, we don't want to step on yeah. them but you know like they're there we want people to realize like yeah, yeah. this is not all sunshine and rainbows because there's a lot of issues and okay so i i know like you know you you mentioned the streamer drama and i i can say for i i, I yeah i've experienced that there's like the same <laughs> thing with youtuber drama oh. um it <sighs> It's always kind of baffled me, like, why is there this drama? We're all in this space. We're not really competing truthfully with one another. I mean, we kind of are in a sense of, like, I guess if you want to go from, like, a metrics perspective. But it's weird how much drama yeah. there is. It, no, you're <laughs> spot on. Like, it's... I think some, the style of some people, uh, really, they feed into it because it brings numbers. I think that's one aspect of it. And mm -hmm. um, sometimes, I swear, it feels way too much like high school. And I'm like, man, yes. I thought I left that. Like, like <laughs> and y'all aren't in high school either. So why are you acting this way? It's yeah it's like i don't want to discourage anyone from becoming a content creator like you know follow your bliss but i think it's good going into it um you know with your eyes open and um you know just realize that people can be super petty super yeah. you know two-faced um, there are some really amazing people as well. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, I mean, we just spent like 50 minutes talking about like the re. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, no, but, but, but don't, but don't let it discourage you. <laughs> uh, I, I just think there's some things that aren't talked about enough. I think that's what it is, is like, too many people get to surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Like too many people get surprised when they come in and they see this and they're like, oh, wait, 
what what is happening right now you know and mm-hmm. sort of the etiquette thing too um of like there are just some things you know you shouldn't do or say like you know be real and stuff but you know so <laughs> it, it's it's a very it's a very delicate delicate balancing act and it's just you know dealing with other it, it's very much like high school and i i'll i'll just be completely honest i did not have a good high school experience Same. you know and it's just like here you know being you know like what what are what are we like over a decade plus removed from high school and it's like really we're dealing with this shit again (laughs) i think i'm like i think i just did the math i think i'm like 15 years 15 16 years out of high school (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh man yeah like it's mm, human interactions uh like i get not everyone is gonna vibe or get along whatever but it just seems like sometimes people because it's an online space will Mm. sort of those humanity goes out the window a little bit and empathy and compassion for others I think goes out the window because there's this anonymous space where you can let out all your inner frustrations on these people behind us you know on the screen and that (laughs) that's really unfortunate you know there are a lot of a lot of times where I'm just like wow I cannot understand I can't I can't understand why why some people act this way towards other people I'm like damn (laughs) like just reminder we're people right so so one of the other things like i i'm because i i try to to bring light to this because i i understand you know that you know for for you being a a woman on these platforms you have a radically different experience than i do as a male um what are some of the things if you're you're okay talking about that like that you've I guess, you know, let's pull the bandaid off with a negative and with a positive because it's like, <laughs> I think this, I, you know, it, it, it's not only does it make for good conversation, but it's, it, I feel like it's good to highlight this. So if someone's interested in diving in, you know, they're not like, okay, so you might run into this situation. But yeah, what, what would you say, like, being a, a woman on these platforms, like your experiences have been? Yeah. Oh gosh. Um I think my recommendations are are definitely like have boundaries as far as what personal information you share um kind of before you get into it because a lot of that is is difficult to erase or take back basically. So before you really get into it, decide like, hey, am I going to go by a different name? Am I going to tell people my name or the state I live in or things like that? Like think about what sort of personal stuff you want to share because people will ask, people will try to find out. Um, 
and just have those boundaries with your own like just like the core <laughs> just mm-hmm. like that's where you start is just you what are your personal boundaries and then beyond that like what what are your boundaries with your community and um as far as like i guess this this isn't only for uh for women creators but like with your community figure out what sort of space you want to create um what your values are going to be in your community like what things you will and will not tolerate Mm -hmm. um i guess that is kind of universal but um and then that goes to what behavior you'll tolerate from people so you will get comments like about your appearance you'll get questions about your relationships and things like that and you just have to think about it beforehand you know how do you want to handle those situations do you want to tell people like do not comment on my appearance or you'll be timed out or you know you got to think of those things because um that is just something that is sort of a an everyday super common thing is you will get comments about your appearance and no matter no matter what it is like mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a showing skin thing or not it's it's a there will be any comment about any part of your appearance whether it's you know like wow you look tired today or you know or oh you wear too much makeup or things like that um and then it can get even grosser than that you know um especially being a body painter mm-hmm. that was also another reason why i had such a uh, struggle mentally was um you know and my mods did amazing protecting me from seeing some of the things um mm-hmm. because when you're in, you know you can see you can see what people say even if it's been you know removed from chat or whatever right, um right. and they would try to like jump on that before i could because some of them were to the level of you know, really abusive stuff, Um, you know, kill yourself. Oh, look at this whale on the screen or like just all, all kinds of, all kinds of stuff from like every, and then super sexually charged messages, like really gross shit and super weird stuff too like there is a person we never banned him because it never crossed the line but there is a person who would always come in and ask me about like if i needed to go pee um <laughs> just like weird there's also a lot of weirdness um you know um and then there's stuff off of twitch too like you might want to close your dms um on twitch as well like there's just a lot of stuff you have to set up to sort of protect yourself and find you know your mod team doesn't have to be huge but at least find someone who can sort of help you when those things go down like there were a few situations where 
um, I was hate rated and um, just a just a lot of bullshit like that. Um, and where things would have to like lock down on stream when some things would happen and stuff. So you just have to be prepared for pretty much anything um, and have people, a few people you trust around to mm-hmm. help you with that because sometimes you just, it's tough during stream, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was like a video, there was like a Twitter video I made sort of at the start of my streaming. Um, I don't, I don't know if I want to say career, but this, <laughs> when I started streaming, there was like a silly reaction video that I made. It was back when uh, Twitch was trying the whole, uh, uh, like they released the sub only streams. Mm-hmm. Um, and people were so pissed about it. And I made a reaction video that was just really goofy. It was like to the, to the intro song of law and order. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just so it was silly, but for whatever reason, it got a lot of traction and people were pissed that I had an opinion. And some YouTuber. Because how dare anyone have an opinion? <laughs> right. You know? The whole thing was basically me saying like, hey, if you don't like it, just don't use it. It's it's we don't have to. So like, yeah, what's you know, y'all are getting so mad about this. And it was just meant to be like a whatever. Mm-hmm. And people got so pissed. It was picked up by, you know, those YouTubers that like their whole thing is to make content about women creators oh and yeah, just, yeah like you mean like quartering and all those other neck beards yep it okay. was picked up by one of those and um they made a video about it and it was just some of like part of me was just laughing through so much of it because i'm like they they just they had to make up so much shit to even have anything to talk about because there was really nothing to talk about like what and i was some you know oh gosh look out for her she has blue hair she's a crazy feminist like like oh my god and i swear i got like weeks weeks straight of harassment um they my like people never dyed their hair before. Right. It's just one of those things where if they see, like, it's just one of those common, yeah, yeah from that <laughs> sort of space where they're like, ooh. Um, There's some and, people. Yeah. And it was weeks on every single platform that they could find a way to contact me mm-hmm. um, were sending messages and harassment and um even on my street like when they found my stream and stuff because the person who posted the video like found all my things and um basically had all of their people (laughs) and just harassed it it was 
it was really uh, stressful and it just made me feel so small and scared and just like, for what? Like, what did I do? So it's just, uh, I know that sounds all really bad. Um, and I hate that it's the reality. And, you know, there's a lot of people who will just sort of chalk up any kind of success to looks or being a woman or, oh, did you fuck someone to get that kind of thing? And it's like, uh, it's so wow. ridiculous. It's so yeah. ridiculous that, that people come to such conclusions like that. It's like, yeah. wow, you can't give someone credit for, you know, having talent or, or working hard yeah. and their own merit. Like, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, you only get people watching you because – you know, cleavage or, oh, they're only watching you. Then if you don't show cleavage, oh, they're only watching you because whatever, you know, it's, there's no winning with it. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's the most frustrating thing. And, um, you know, I, I'm glad that, that people are being louder about it now. Mm -hmm. Um, being in the online space, um, from a teenager, like at my age, it's like shit used to be way worse if that's imaginable. Um, it's still really, really bad today. But I do oh, feel yeah. like people are speaking out more about it and people aren't putting up with it as much. And that gives me hope because, you know, I have a daughter and I don't want that for her. Right. Um, so all I can hope is that, you know, people will continue to, to speak up about it and make safe places. So, mm. you know, and, and this, this leads into the, the topic of, you know, mental health and how, like, you know, I know a lot of people have, Okay, so for me, uh, I, I'm I'm clinically depressed. Like I, I have clinical depression, um, and 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 mine's is for a number of reasons. I don't mind sharing it. It's just um, a lot of family, like family trauma. Uh, when I was, I hate my dad. <laughs> I don't. I I've been very vocal about this because I'm I'm part of the uh, Safe in Our World uh, mental health uh, group. So, um, I, when, when I was a preteen teenager, you know, my dad had this whole gusto thing about being macho, you know, being super manly, uh, being masculine, which I, you know, I, I am masculine to a point. Um, my dad kind of like wanted me to lose my virginity when I was, uh preteen teenager so uh he allowed me to get raped <laughs> when I was, oh my god uh, yeah 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 like what the I, fuck I've, yeah my my dad's a piece of piece of trash i just yeah um so like i i went through that 
for uh, a whole summer when I was a teenager, so I've got trauma from that. Um, the other trauma I have is from uh, my first my first marriage, which was when I was in college. I was like 18 or so. Um, we had a kid, and we got married, and then our, our, our daughter, she did not uh, – she passed away not long after she was born. Like she had sudden infant death syndrome at three years, three months old. So, I'm so um, sorry. you know, so I have trauma from that. So for, you know, for years, it's always been like, and I'm coming from, I guess my perspective or a male perspective, it was always like, you know, toughen up, you know, men don't cry, men don't show the emotions, you know, like you don't let anything get to you, but it does get to you. It does break you. Um, and I'm happy that we're able to have conversations about the importance of self-care, importance of protecting our our mental well-being you know a lot of people may say like oh it's a cop-out it's not a cop-out because dealing with that can it can get to you and then especially being on these platforms um it it, it wears you out um and yeah it, it really <laughs> does like i i also have um depression and anxiety um, diagnosis and it's <laughs> yeah you know it really plays I don't even <laughs> I'm trying to find the words um, social media can bring you into a really dark place like yeah. so easily um, it's like if I let my guard down or if I don't have the energy to sort of mentally protect myself I feel like I get sucked into this like doom scrolling mm -hmm. really bad place and um it's also just physically unhealthy too because if I get pulled into that my sort of my habit is um I will like lose all track of time with it and mm -hmm. um you it, know, it can consume you. It it totally can. And and it has these effects of like, you know, self-image too. Um, like using filters and things like that. And mm -hmm. I always say, you know, hey, if you want to use them, that's cool. But it is also important to see yourself without one. Um, because you can get really used to seeing yourself with one and you kind of forget what you look like mm -hmm. um and you can sort of build like a self hatred just like it's really sneaky where if you see yourself without it you're like ew like no that should not be your first reaction yeah. to <laughs> yourself um and also just comparing yourself to other creators or um, you know, where other people are at is also a really tough thing that I've had to work on. Um, and, uh, 
you know, that's, yeah, I, I, I see my therapist every two weeks. Sometimes like it shifts based on how I'm doing. Like it's been up to, you know, every week or multiple times. And sometimes I'm a little okay. And so it's like once a month, but right now, like we're at a, we're kind of at a level with everything going on in the world where I need a little more, (laughs) I need a little more support. Um, and I try to be real with, with people about that too. Um, like talk to someone. I know our system is not set up very well, especially to find therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a lot of good organizations that do help people find resources. And, and um, I do also think like mental health, um, like the topic of that with men is it can be so taboo. And I think that also needs to be broken down. Um because like we're all people and we still need those same (laughs) we still need the same like mental support there and we all have feelings and those are okay um but yeah I think that that's also a big thing I've noticed in this space streaming and gaming especially Mm -hmm. with uh guys um, is I think a lot of these behaviors, like I don't want to make excuses, but I think a lot of it can tie back to, um, you know, self-confidence and, um, Well, I can completely dive into that if you want to. (laughs) (laughs) I can speak on that if you want. (laughs) Yeah, I, 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 I do think like it's, I'm just so glad that you talk about it too like because it's it's different you know someone hearing it from me like hearing it from you I think is really important and um what was the organization you work with again uh safe in our world cool yeah so I'm, I'm, I'm one of the uh their ambassadors so it's basically they they do a lot of stuff with um the gaming industry uh trying to uh create more of a safe space in gaming and and provide resources uh, you know because a lot of people do utilize video games as you know escapism from a lot of the traumas and, and things that they're dealing with in, in day-to-day life but um, they're trying to take a step forward and, and you know offer you know counseling and, and, and you know different resources uh, ease of access to like you know, uh, therapy and, you know, there's also suicide prevention, uh, stuff that they work with. So it's a very good organization. I'm very proud to be part of it. Uh, it's just, it's especially, okay, I'll, I'll dive into it. You know, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll speak for, okay. So for men and, you know, if there are men out there, they'll hear this and they don't like what I have to say. You know what? Hey, you got some things you need to deal with anyway. I know for myself, um, if I were to go back to my 20s, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I <laughs> was uh, <laughs> in my 20s, um, I was 
the guy because I, I used to be um yeah. I, I used to be in the music industry I used to be a singer I used to also be a club promoter and MC um so I used to for the sake of my own confidence right I would and I guess that kind of plays into the casting of the name without trying to play into it. <laughs> I was a bit of a playboy. I'll just say that. Um, I laugh at it now, but I was a bit of a playboy. Um, especially coming off of my, my, my first marriage after that dissolved. Um, I was wild, but I was wild. And, and it's because of going through, you know, I, I've been in therapy I've been with my therapist uh, for, God, 13 years now. And I see him every other week. Um, and it's thing like going through therapy and, and coming to realize that um, a lot of the traumas that I've gone through, you know, like when I was, <sighs> I hate to say it. Is it, ask, is it accurate to say I was womanizing? No, I, I was... I was wild. I was wild. Um, it, it, it had a lot to do with me trying to validate myself, trying to find acceptance, you know, trying to, to, you know, get what I did not get at home. Like, you know, not understanding why my dad allowed what happened to me to happen to me, you know, not understanding why, um, you know, my my mother didn't do certain things for me, you know, why my siblings were a certain way, why people treated me a certain way. Cause you know, it's everything plays into it. So like, you know, when you're a guy, you know, the, the, the macho aesthetic is that your value is in, you know, how many women you've been with or such, which is, such a interesting dichotomy because when it's on the flip side, when it's a woman, it's used as a negative. But if you're a man, it's a positive, which yeah. makes no fucking sense, <laughs> you know. But you know, like, so I, I, for me, you know, I, I was thinner then, you know, I was in shape, and I, I played into it and I found my validation through that, through partying, through, you know, being the life of the party, always having like the party buses, you know, the concerts, the backstage, having the groupies around. That was all to feed my insecurity and also dealing with, you know, I didn't process the grief of my daughter passing. It was also a way for me not to deal with that you know alcoholism because i used to drink a lot I, I can't drink alcohol at all now and i have a beer i get like i'm faded but <laughs> um you know like just dealing with you know my depression and my grief and the things that my family didn't give me was through alcohol and you know frivolousness you know with 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 women and, and with partying like it's it ties into the traumas and i think for a lot of men if they were more willing to be honest with themselves and more open and to look at the root because there's always a root to why we do what we do if they were to look at that they would understand 
more about themselves. They would not act certain ways, like the way a lot of people act online, like these keyboard warriors that have this liquid courage or this internet courage behind a, a, a phone or a screen and keyboard that would never say some of the stuff they, they say online to people's face. Like, you know, why, what, what gives you that confidence to act that way? You know, why, what, what trauma, what, what situation has caused you to be this way? There's always a reason. And it's just, I think for, for men, the way society has conditioned us, um, it's caused a lot of harm, you know, it's, it's caused a tremendous amount of harm. And, and, um, one of the things I have, and I feel like the messaging got lost because I spoke about the, uh, uh, you know, the situation with G4 and with, uh, Frost. Um, I, oh, spoke, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I spoke on that situation um with criticisms not towards her but towards the gaming industry towards the networking like the these tv networks because they they fostered and thrived off of this toxicity 10 years Mm -hmm. ago 20 years ago 30 years ago no one calls them out for that yeah they have they have a responsibility in creating this toxic culture and you know i'm not saying that it's just them no because people have accountability themselves too like people should not be harassing and attacking people online but these industry the the industry has you know it's and this is entertainment in general has thrived on this and it is so disgusting that they don't take accountability for that yeah i know yeah just like letting it happen no like i i uh had a an experience a long time ago um in the gaming space um and i (laughs) i guess all right we're being real. So, okay. Um, I was, <laughs> yeah, I've been in the world of Warcraft community for a very long time. Like I'm not a wow streamer. Um, it's usually just not the content I vibe with on stream, but it is a game that I have played for, I mean, I don't know, since like 2004, 2005. So oh, a long time. So you're going back to like, <laughs> yeah. Dark Yo, ages. You, 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 you're back. You won the OG. You won the founders. Okay. <laughs> I, I, it was a game that it was one of those that I used uh, to escape mm-hmm. um, because it was at a very, very dark time of my life. And it was a way for me to talk to other people um, and connect with other people. And just to be something else, just to be somewhere else than mm-hmm. where I was at at that point in my life. And um, I got into seriously playing it, um, you know, playing it at a high level. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that time, especially, um, 
I was often the, you know, the only woman, you know, in, in whole, in like guilds or, you know, it was, it was very isolating in that way um, and kind of tough. And I found myself sort of playing into uh, sort of how these guys would act um, Mm -hmm. and it created sort of an internal misogyny, um, you know, because I felt like that was the only way I could fit in with these guys. Right. And looking back, I'm like, wow, (laughs) I was terrible. (laughs) Like, um, and (laughs) <laughs> and it really sucks. Like that was the only way I felt like I could relate and connect with all of these guys. And I got close to uh, one of them and we sort of had like an online thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, after it sort of like died out or whatever, um. I don't know like the specifics of how it happened, but I know it came from this guy. Uh, he basically leaked a bunch of my pictures, um, you know, that we had shared consensually, privately, um, onto at that time with World of Warcraft, the community m- like mainly existed on their own forums. Um, because Twitter wasn't quite like existing yet. Like, you know, other social media spaces just weren't there yet. Um, so each server had their own forum and that was the community. Like they were very, um, insular because each, each server was separate at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, so people really knew each other. Um, or like at least recognized names and stuff like that. And when all of that stuff was leaked on those forums, um, it destroyed me. Um, they completely like removed me from my guild, removed me like Are you serious. Yeah, basically, like, pushed me off of this. Like, I didn't have a choice. Like, there was no way I could stay. And I felt completely exposed and terrified. Um, and just ghosted the server. I started over on another server. Because at the time, like, since they weren't connected, mm-hmm. um, you could try to do that. So I started over in a, in a new thing but I think some people suspected that that's what I did and they found me and told like my new guild or whatever Mm -hmm. they're like hey y'all got a slut over there look at this stuff look at look look at her you know that kind of stuff but like what what did I do wrong I didn't do anything wrong um, but because I was tainted, I was, you know, they didn't want some, you know, whore like me around. Um, and I was booted again from, you know, that new place. And, uh, you know, it, it sucked. 
because I, that was my, that was my game. That was my safe place that I would Mm -hmm. go to. Um, Because at the time, like my life was completely falling apart. Um, I had started uh, university, um, but I dropped out because of my depression and um, some other traumas that had happened. And that was really the only place that I felt like I could, you know, just be away Mm -hmm. from everything. And then when that happened, it's like, I didn't have that space all because, you know, like you said, that, that dichotomy of, you know, body count when it comes to women versus men, you know, like the guy, oh yeah, like, hey, but when, you know, a woman, (laughs) you know, has a, has a high body count or whatever it's like oh man what a huge slut and it is so stupid it it is it is so stupid and and you know it's like we both mutually shared this like these pictures and stuff and like now luckily there are actually laws against doing that kind of thing but i guess my point was blizzard didn't do shit about it the forum posts stayed up for so long Mm -hmm. the people who posted it were not banned there were no consequences and i know that it happen to other women as well in the world of warcraft space um it was so and still to this day is pretty toxic but then it was unbearably toxic at times and and blizzard did nothing to stem that kind of behavior um, of harassment and doxing and revenge porn things like that it was they did nothing nothing and that's why like people look at it these days are like wow why is it so bad like you know it's in a lot of gaming spaces but in in world of warcraft it's like wow how how is it you know what are we gonna do how do we how do we fix this it's like (laughs) y'all should have freaking fixed this when it started happening in the first place yeah. with people and maybe we wouldn't be where we're at like yeah there are a lot of issues within the industry itself as well i i actually interviewed for a job at blizzard despite all this stuff happening i still loved the game mm-hmm. um and i got passed over for the guy um I was way, way more qualified for this job and uh, made it to the final interview. And it was between this guy and and me. And I, I knew him in the community and he had never worked in the space before and didn't have like the same. But he was part of their boys club. And so, you know, there are those issues within these companies and then also the community that they've let fester mm-hmm. and now here we are <laughs> like we have this big pile of shit like and we wonder like how it's like 
just just look right. at what you let happen. Um, it was not discouraged for, I mean, I feel like it's such a recent thing, you know, um, where mm-hmm. people are, are actually trying to push against it and not saying that people haven't before, but there are very, you know, small voices mm-hmm. trying to, trying to do this stuff. And, and this was something I never talked but this is one of the very few times i've talked about this like publicly because even to this day i there's something still within me that is so terrified and um like i don't i don't want to be because i didn't do anything i didn't do anything wrong um but you're definitely made to feel like you did something wrong and um you know, it um, it's it's sad that that this is where we're at because I truly do love games. You know. Yeah. I, oh, that was a lot to get off my chest. That, that, that was that was you know that, that was heavy. <laughs> you know, I and I, I want to say like I, I appreciate you you sharing that. Um, with 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 me on this this platform here and um that that's not that's not an easy thing to talk about and i i i commend you because that that takes courage to talk about that and also uh i'm gonna need names dresses emails <laughs> you know uh i'm around with the boys i'm gonna catch a flight out of hawaii <laughs> and uh you know, you know, if you see like a stampede of big Polynesians coming down your block, yeah, it's, something's about to go down. So. <laughs> you know what's funny about, I would say about 10 years after it happened, the person who uh, like leaked everything had sent me a message mm-hmm. actually apologizing and really? was like, yeah, <laughs> I could not believe, like we hadn't talked, obviously we hadn't talked in a long time. Like it came out of nowhere. Um, and was like, you know, I really regret acting like I did. Um, you know, I was not that this excuses it, but I was in a really bad place. Um, and that's kind of a common thing. Like, mm-hmm. like going back to what you said, like people who sort of have those behaviors, like what happened to you to make you act out like that and that's kind of how I've always tried to see trolls in my stream is like Mm -hmm. you know not excusing that but hey you must be going through some shit for you to act this way and you know it's not okay but I think you you need to address some things talk to somebody like what is going on in your life that is making you do things like that to other people? Yeah, it it's um, and and sometimes it can it's it really just comes down to trauma that they're just not dealing with, and it's yep. it's unfortunate that because they're not dealing with it, they're 
making other people miserable because they're miserable and it's it's a vicious very vicious cycle and there's so much especially you know like you know we've been talking about how it is in this this gaming industry and and just with gaming in general how it's there it's been fostering um alluding to what you (laughs) one of the things you kind of said earlier i kind of feel that way like when a lot of these companies have been imploding for a lot of things and people are up in arms now a lot of my feeling of it is where were you when it was going on before and a yeah. lot of people were silent like and it's interesting being on the side of working with the it, the gaming industry directly like with a lot of pr folks and developers and stuff like that um i'm gonna be honest and this is not gonna be a popular thing i've said it I don't think I've said it before. I'll say it now. Um, there are a lot of fucking hypocrites in the industry. That yes. Will, well, you know, I'm just, I, you know, we're being honest here. There are a lot of fucking hypocrites in this industry and many um, that will get vocal about how they need, you know, this needs to change and da, 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 or this is, uh, you know, they want to oust somebody, but then they're the same fucking hypocrites that were partaking in what was going on, or they knew and said nothing for the longest. Mm-hmm. And it's like, maybe I'm jaded, but I've seen so much of it. And it's just like, when there's the outrage on Twitter, I kind of look at it and I'm like, I'm not surprised, but you probably knew. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a lot of that is, I I think I, I really respect the folks who acknowledge yeah. that they contributed to all of it, you know, because there are a lot of reasons that could have played into all that you know and people can change but i definitely agree with you about the sort of hypocrite (laughs) thing where it's like you know you you help this happen and i think it would go a long way for people to see those acknowledgments like hey yeah i contributed to this but this is what I'm doing to help unravel that and it just it's such a layered thing and it's because it became such a cultural like sort of wrapped up in a culture Mm. of gaming it's so difficult to unravel that like to get to the core of it like i know that it's possible but it's like it's so deep yeah it's so embedded this it's it's ridiculous and it's just you know i i really um there are times where like when i i see a lot of stuff going on you know, especially like when, you know, some of my, uh, you know, my, my female friends that are, are, are gaming or some of my trans friends that are into gaming and, you know, they get harassment because, you know, people are like, oh, you're not real, you're not a real gamer. And I'm over here like, well, what, what constitutes a real gamer? <laughs> you know, like, 
right? and like and then on top of that like what the fuck do you care does it affect you <laughs> yeah the gatekeeping with it is definitely you know like gandalf like you shall not pass really yeah okay <laughs> yeah it's like okay then list list okay every lore character background every spec comp like every just there's like these weird <laughs> just arbitrary you know tests and yeah. it's like if you don't know the answer or if you don't play a game in a certain way you're doing it wrong and mm-hmm. just a bunch of that stuff it's like can we just enjoy our games and make them more inclusive and the space is more inclusive and the games themselves like the content within them you know it's mm-hmm. uh just like um oh gosh i'm totally blinking out the game you just got to review that is about to come out oh horizon um, yeah yeah like that whole thing when people saw um like how they changed the model of um uh, oh, oh Aloy. yeah 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 they yeah. changed her, her model and there was outrage over that i was like like wait what yeah and it's just like those you know you know they changed your model back because of the outrage wait what yeah no yeah they changed it back they they quietly they quietly changed it back i am disappointed to hear that like truly i think i actually tweeted something about it because when i saw her i'm not gonna lie i was like oh my gosh she kind of looks like me Mm -hmm. and i felt that connection of like wow there's not like because so many times with like the way that women are portrayed in video games can be Mm -hmm. you know you know and so when i saw that i was like Oh my gosh. And I took a pic like a side by side picture. Um like like a screenshot and then you know a selfie and I was like oh my god is some comment like um I think I took one of the guys who said I think he went viral saying like um oh gosh I can't remember. He said some stupid shit. And I basically flipped it around and said had like the same wording mm-hmm. and just said like, wow, they're using like really attractive like models now. <laughs> but anyway, that I'm did they really go back? They went back on it. I'm gonna have to look this up because like that makes me really sad. Like if you look at uh no. when they originally updated the model and they they premiered that to the the last trailer they dropped and you know you'll you'll see when the gameplay footage comes out yeah her her model went back to what it used to look like in the first game they they just completely changed it and it's uh it is unfortunate and i know there's like another outrage uh, a couple days ago with uh for like the the guilty gear game with the character biken because she has big boobs and so people were like saying like she's you know like she's over there they made her boobs bigger like her boobs are getting bigger every game and i'm like well 
technically the characters always looked like that. She's based off of a character from Japanese folklore that mm-hmm. is the reason she looks like that. So it's like there's a lot of outrage with that character and they were calls for Arc System Works to like reduce her boobs or take less of an emphasis off of it. But her and it's like, okay, I can't understand you feel like the character's over sexualized. I get that. She's also a badass that's able to go up against the godlike characters in the game. And she yeah. only has one one arm and one eye. And she's like fighting on their level or above it. And it's like Okay, in some uh here's some aspects of how I kind of was like a little triggered when people were getting mad about that character because like I'm a I'm a huge fan of this character. I love her backstory and I've been with this franchise since '98 and I'm seeing a lot of people that just like were attacking the crew, you know, like the, the, the dev team. I'm like, why? This character is amazing. Anyway, but you know, I, I... okay. No, I feel I that though. I, I feel <laughs> that though. Like I think I, so I don't think all of that, like, you know, I don't think boobs should be removed or whatever from like, mm-hmm. it, you know, in-game models or whatever. I think it's all about the context, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm not familiar with the character, but from what, like how you've described her is she's a badass and, you know, it's, it seems a little different right then mm-hmm. so i think it's all a bit more complex than just okay automatically big boobs means because then you're in a way that's still sexualizing the character is if yeah. you automatically assume by looking at the character you know that it's a certain way it yeah it's it's complicated and i i think there's it's about context and and um how the character is in the game their personality their lines their armor um although you know creative liberty too you know it doesn't all have to be fully covered armor whatever although you know, the trope for a long time was basically, you know, chicks wear the tiny little armor that is not protective at all. But like, in some games... No, no actual functionality <laughs> at all. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but in some cases, it's like, okay, it just goes with the style. Of, it just goes with the game. And there are other ways that you can um, sort of make it a more balanced character. That it's not just a pair of boobs in the game. You know, it's 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 the whole sort of package. And I think um, with Horizon, with with this redone model or whatever, I think people saw it as like, OK, that seems more fitting to the um, environment and the context of the game. Yeah. You know, Um and I think that's why it resonated with people when they when they changed it. And um yeah. 
I, I don't think big boobs in a game are automatically like bad or out or anything like that. It's so much the context of the character and the game and everything else because like <laughs> this is going to be really weird but like I have big boobs and and, it, and it's just like you know it is kind of cool to see a character with a bigger chest that is a badass too and because right. you like see yourself in that person a little bit you're like okay, wow, they're not fully, you know, throwing all character out the window. It's deeper than just the boobs. Mm -hmm. um, so it can definitely be done, you know, because that's, people are built in different ways. There is still that aspect of it. It's just tough in this space because there's so much, like, sexualizing of others going on. Mm -hmm. So I can see why people would jump at that to be like, make her boobs smaller. But you have to really look at like, why? Like, yeah. why though? You know, is she a deeper character? Does she serve as more than just eye candy? You know, you have to look at it a bit more, uh, I think, in a complex way instead of just surface level. Cause then you're just being just as bad. Yeah. It is, it's kind of like interesting, like with the, the character Viking, like she, her character in and of herself is not sexualized. Like she's a samurai. Like, how do you spell? Uh, I, I really have to look this up. I'm so curious. Oh, B A I K E N. So she's a, 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 oh, okay. a masterless samurai. She wears a traditional samurai. Um, uh, uh, Her boobs obi. are really big. <laughs> yeah, but it's she just... also looks like a badass, like with an eye patch. Yeah, like you know, and like the like people were criticizing how she walks. So, so when she walks, she sticks her chest out and she sways. But she had uh, that's she's a bravado character. Like you know, like most samurai yeah. are depicted as cocky, arrogant. They walk with their chest stuck out and basically she's just that she's a cocky character but she's a badass she only has one arm one eye and she fights on the level if not above the god level characters in the game and she's just a human and it's like really i cool. i've always like found her to be like really fascinating for that fact and it's like yeah she's a, she's okay let's be honest she's she's sexualized to an extent but the character doesn't play into that she's just yeah. like i'm a samurai you know i i'm a you know i'll kick your ass you want to fight let's go and that's awesome like she also it, has like really muscular legs yeah like that's that's see you have to look beyond only the boobs too because it's pretty great that they designed her with muscles Mm -hmm. That's accurate with the type of, you know, stuff that she does. She would have these, like, tree trunk thighs. Like, that's that's really cool. And, like, Man. she... Yeah, like, they... I'm the, inspired. The, the, the attention to detail is, like, insane. Because, like, her character, her story, like, she trains nonstop. And it's... I, yeah. 
okay so uh <laughs> we we are treading on almost two hours how are we you are, feeling i i am fading a little bit like oh. so i i was i have um i was recently diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and so oh. it makes it very tough for me to go a ways um you know, was sitting up, which makes it hard to stream <laughs> mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, just physically, but like this conversation has been awesome. So like mentally I've been like, hell yeah. And my body is, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, yeah, I, I, I looked up, I was like, holy shit. We said we were going to go like one hour. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I can probably only do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I guess uh, we, we didn't even get into like how you got started. But you know what? We we could do that. That can be another conversation. If you'd like to come back on the show again, <laughs> I'd love to have you back on. I'd be, I'd be so happy to. This was like honestly super therapeutic and like really great conversation and uh i thoroughly enjoyed it so awesome uh is there anything you would like to leave the audience with before we go you know we're we're at that five minute stretch we, we're like we're gonna stretch to two hours anyway so is there, <laughs> is there anything you want to leave the audience with before we go yeah, um, I would say if you're starting your journey or even if you're in your creative, you know, content creator journey already, um, you know, do what you can to take care of your mental and physical health. There's a lot of outside pressures and that's unfortunately just kind of embedded in this space right now. Um, but however you can get some, get some rest, self-care, you know, if you're on that partner push, take, take regular breaks during your stream, eat, drink, sleep. Sleep is not for the weak. I don't like that phrase. Sleep, you need sleep to function. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Please just take care of yourselves. Um, and if you're comfortable, have those conversations with, with other creators, because I think that's really the only way that we'll be able to like shift that mentality, that gr- like grind mentality, you know, mm-hmm. that's okay. it, I guess. Yeah, sleep. That, that thing that we struggle to do is very <laughs> important. You know, that thing that when we were like teenagers and they're in our twenties that we were like, <sighs> don't need that yeah i could Uh, function on like zero i don't know how i did that and nor do i want to even try anymore that would take me out for weeks right yo so 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 so, it's completely off topic but so so this okay so like my 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 sister just out here uh a little bit before the pandemic for my birth I don't know what birthday this was. This is 2019. Anyway, so she she's like, bro, let's go out for your birthday. And I was like, uh, where you know where do you want to go? She's like, let's go out to this this, this bar, and then we'll go out to uh, 
this club. I'm like, yo, we're in our 30s. We're kind of a little old for that, aren't we? <laughs> so she's like, no, let's go have fun. And I was like, what, well, okay, what time are we going? We're going to go at like 11 something. I'm like, 11? No. 11? I don't know about that. that that's kind of late. She's like, stop acting old. I'm like, sis, you're older than me. What, what are you talking about? Like that. I'm like, come on now. You got four kids. I'm like, I. I might have one on the way. As at the time, we thought we had one on the way. As so I was like, I don't know. I'm like, it's kind of late, and I get tired around like seven, eight o'clock. She's like, no, let's, let's go out. Let's go out. So we we went out, and she's like, okay, bro, let's drink. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll I'll have a, a you know a Long Island iced tea. Oh no! And I was like, I don't want a lot of alcohol in it. It's just you know some. To, to get me a little loose, not too much. She's like, bro, I got you. I got you, bro. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so she, so we have this thing. There's this place called Play Bar, and they have this thing called a fishbowl. Literally, a fishbowl. Like a fishbowl of alcohol? Yes. Literally. <laughs> literally. I had one, like, and the thing is, like, she, like I would drink. I was like, "Yo, this is a lot." She's like, "No, just just take a sip." And then like we would talk, and her whole goal was to get me drunk. And so, so like I was drinking, and I would stop, and then she's like, "No, no, bro, just drink." And then she like could, like talk to me to to get me not to pay attention. So I didn't realize after a while I went through like three fish bowls. Oh and my gosh. <laughs> let's just say I forgot the weekend and that the whole following it took me I feel like a month to recover. So I, can't, <laughs> I, I can't drink like that. I can barely drink. I really can't Same. stay up that late. And it's just crazy when I see people like <sighs> I know a lot of people that are like even now still going out and partying and we're like we're in a fucking pandemic but people are still going out and partying and drinking and i know they're in their late 30s they're in their 40s and i'm just like how how do you have that energy how no i, 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 I have I, no I desire like <laughs> you know i'm kind of the same way with with drinking too like i had my time in my 20s like that was my that was my time for drinking and clubbing and whatever <laughs> And now I'm like, okay, uh, if I do drink, like, I I just don't. Like, if I, I mean, I guess before pandemic times, like, if I was socializing, mm. I might have, like, a very small drink. Like, that's, that, that's it. That's really all I need. <laughs> um, and then, like, I'm good. And because I just... It's not worth it for me anymore because I just end up feeling like crap afterward. Mm. And um yeah. Loud music. No, I just don't wanna I don't I don't know if I'd want to go to a club unless it was some like really special situation or something. I'm just like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> It's been it, it wild how like how much more interconnected we are as humans. Like, I guess, and I since we're creators, we're kind of more in a situation where we don't really want to be as connected and social. Like, 
It's like we kind of want to just do our own thing. Like, is that is that part of the growing older process? Is is that what that is? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I. I don't. I don't know. Could be. Anyways, uh, oh, we're. <laughs> I know that was a complete tangent. I had to fill that five minute space. Anyways, um. <laughs> Anyways, where can people find you? <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere online, you can find me um, with the handle AFKate, A-F-K-A-Y-T. Um, same handle everywhere, um, or just AFKate.com has all my links. Um, it's the same on Twitch, everywhere else. Um, currently, like, I'm not... Like, don't look out for my live notifications <laughs> right now because they're not going to pop up. Um, I'm not really streaming right now. But um, I do tweet every once in a while. Um, I have uh, a um, Kofi page where that's kind of where I shifted my, you know, sort of subs and monetization from Twitch. Um, to Kofi. I'm a Kofi ambassador and I love the platform. You can basically put um, anything up. Huh? Is it better in Patreon? I would say yes. Um, they do have memberships. Um, they The only fees that they take, um, it depends on the, like, if you're a free, like, you can just have a free profile with Kofi. Um, if you have a shop, I believe they take like a very small percentage, like 5%, um, on your donations. Like mm -hmm. if someone, you know, gives, buys you a Kofi or whatever, they only take the payment processing fee. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, if you want some info, I can shoot you some info on, uh, Kofi. They're amazing. Um, you can blog, you can post your videos, you can have membership tiers, kind of like Patreon. Mm -hmm. um, there is a gold like option. So you can pay, I think it's like $6 a month and they will take zero fees from anything except for the payment processing. Um, uh. So that makes it very worth it um, to to pay like for $6 a month, um, you get like, you can run a shop without fees. You can run commissions without mm -hmm. fees. It's kind of cool. You can put up commission listings, basically mm -hmm. like you can give people different options. So if you, um, if you offer like video editing for people or, um, stuff like that, you can offer, offer that it's a really great platform i highly recommend it because they are very supportive they're always improving the site they don't take like i mean some places will take even etsy takes like a like a pretty big fee for running a shop i don't know what patreon takes these days because i know they're always like bumping oh, it up Every <laughs> it's a lot time. like yeah, I, that's a whole nother podcast right there. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, highly recommend. I will um I'll send you a message, I'll hook you up. Um but yeah, I I I mainly post my art like works in progress um because you can put it behind 
um, membership or one-time support. So like if someone mm. just wants to drop you like, you know, a few bucks, like it, you can choose if it opens up the feed there and you can also post things publicly. So there's a lot of flexibility um, on sharing content, putting it behind a paywall, stuff like that. So I post my art there. My shop has like some pre-made emotes um, and things like that. So that's the main stuff I'm doing right now. Um, and yeah, you can find those links at afk.com. Okay. And um, yeah, that's where you can find me. Okay. Did you have fun? That's the most important question. I had so much fun. It's nice <laughs> to be able to to talk to another creator who who gets it, who's been through it, you know, who's willing to have those conversations that not everyone is having. Um, so, yeah, it was real. I, I, I had a blast. Awesome. Awesome. And, you know, I'd love to have you back on the show if you're ever interested in coming back on. And, you know, we, we should definitely stay in touch. Like, I feel like there's so much we could talk about, like, not even just on a podcast, like just, just some of the, sh the, the shit we've seen. <laughs> right. In, that... in this space. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. That parenting with all right? of like how that interacts with this, that is not talked about enough. Um, so, really much. <laughs> so much. So much. Oh, well, definitely. I'll leave links to everything, uh, for, for your outlets. Um, in the description of the podcast below and for people if you're listening uh when this is up uh it will be available on every major podcasting outlet so apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher tune in radio iheart radio pandora amazon music uh video format will be on youtube youtube.com slash mikhail casanova and i think I might put it on Twitch. I don't know if Twitch is really good for podcasts anymore. It was at one point. I don't know about now. Um, but yeah, it'll be on all platforms. Uh, channel members and Patreons will get a week early access to this. So that being said, thank you, Kate, for coming through today. I enjoyed the podcast. And uh, yeah. Thank you for again. having me. Yes, we should. Mahalo for your time for listening to this episode of the Casanova Podcast and more podcast in Hawaii. If you found this episode to be incredibly enjoyable, informative, or if there's anything you gain from it or any uh, insight or, you know, anything that's good that you really, really enjoy, make sure whatever platform you're listening to it on, or if you're watching it, leave a comment if that's available on the platform, like it, share it around with someone you think would enjoy it, and give us some feedback because your feedback is exactly what we need to keep this show going and if you're wondering what are some ways that you could support the show we got various ways we've got patreon we have channel memberships over on youtube as well as subscribe star coffee and so much more links for everything will be in the description of the podcast so make sure you go check that out and with all that being said i hope you have an aloha rest of your day let them know that I'm next level. I'm a whole new kind of guy, Dean. Yeah. Yes, at the top spot in case you forgot.
ones that got the black hat, bullet got the shot.